Welcome to the Joy Revolution Podcast, where you'll stop letting the chaos of adulting fuck with your joy of living. Because can we all agree that adulting is a lot? All the responsibilities, obligations, chores, all the things you gotta do so that you can look like you've got it all together. But that's only half the story. What about how your life feels on your insides? How come no one ever taught you about that? I'm Elizabeth Wallace, a certified integrative life coach here to school you on the essential skills of working with your internal world, your emotions, your nervous system, your bodily sensations, and your thoughts so that you can close the gap between a life that looks good on paper and a life that actually feels good to you on your insides. Let's dig in. All right, hi, my very beautiful people. Welcome to episode 13 of the Joy Revolution podcast. And today we are going to talk about the most contagious thing in your life, in our communities, in our families, in our workplaces that no one's talking about, right? And it is not COVID (laughs) and what to do about it. So the most contagious thing across all spaces and places between all people is energy. It's actually kind of funny because I was about to record this episode yesterday and then I looked out my window and I saw my nosy neighbor. Now this neighbor, (laughs) she is something else. Like she has seen me, our living room is on the second floor of our townhouse condo. And she has seen me from down below sitting on the window bench and shouted up to me asking me questions, like total invasion of privacy. So when I am saying nosy neighbor, I mean like there are no boundaries, right? And there is just something about her where when I am even near her presence, right? If I see her from down the road, my entire like body shifts, my the way I'm thinking shifts. And I realized how ironic this is because she is my, my own personal greatest challenge in not catching her energy, right? Not responding and reacting and letting her energy affect my day and my well-being and sort of the course of how my day is going. So... This is kind of a funny thing (laughs) as I'm sitting down to record this podcast and I looked out the window and I was like, oh God, I can't record this podcast. Like she's going to hear me and then she's going to ask about it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. (sighs) Just shows that we all have work to do in this area. So let's talk about how this might be contagious in your life if you do not have a nosy neighbor, (laughs) right? We've all been there in that, have you ever walked into a meeting and that colleague is there? Right. And they have got the pursed lips, right, the slightly knitted brow, and they're just exuding this like sassy energy. And you're like, oh, shit, like they're in a bad mood. This meeting is going to be tough. Right. Or that friend who you have been friends with forever. But every time you hang out, as soon as they get there, the vibe shifts. Right. Everyone maybe gets a little bit more 
Debbie Downery, right, starts complaining more. Just the mood becomes heavier. Or I recently had a friend who had a call with her doctor about something and she wasn't concerned. And then the doctor's energy, right, the way that she was saying her words, the the energy she was exuding, the emotion she was exuding totally freaked my friend out. And she went down this whole path of like, oh my God, there's something really wrong with me. She didn't sleep that night. And why we're even talking about this, the fact that energy is wildly contagious, is that if we do not call attention to this, we are all just at everyone else's whim, right? If we do not learn how to protect our own energy, we will be at the whim of every person we meet. We give up our power to direct our own lives, right? We're no longer in charge. And that can be how life feels, right? Like you're having a good day and then you have that meeting and then your day goes downhill and then you spiral and then you get home and you complain to your partner and then you have no connection and then you end up scrolling and have that next glass of wine and you go to bed and you wake up the next day exhausted, right? All because someone else showed up to a meeting with a puss on their face. Also, what a weird phrase. Can we just like pause on that. I feel like that is a phrase from my parents' generation. It's a weird one. I'm going to leave that in there. Okay. So why does this matter? All right. Let's look across the three parts of you, your brain, your body, and your inner voice to see how to really dissect and look at how energy contagion (laughs) affects you far more than you might think. All right, so let's start first with the body because that is typically the first thing that reacts to someone else's energy. So go back to that time when you entered into a room, maybe it was a Zoom, maybe it was a gathering of friends and someone walked in or you saw someone's face and all of a sudden your buzz was killed, right? You feel that in your body. Maybe you feel a sense of recoiling, maybe a dampening of the excitement, the joy you are feeling. You're going to feel it in your body. It is a somatic reaction. Maybe you see someone show up and they have a certain type of face on. Maybe it's your boss, right? Showing up to a meeting, you're like, oh God, oh my God, I did something wrong. Right? And you, then you start to guard yourself. You start to get anxious, feel anxious. Your stomach tightens and your chest feels heavy. Maybe it feels like there's a hand on your throat. Right, That does not feel good. And the thing we are going for is your daily life feeling better because you are in charge of how you feel. Right? Then let's look at your brain. As soon as your body responds... Your brain follows suit, right? So you see your boss's face, you feel your stomach clench, your chest tighten, your heart rate speeds up, and you think, oh my God, I did something wrong. Am I going to get fired? Am I going to get yelled at? Did I remember to do that thing that I said I was going to do? Did I do it wrong? What are they going to, you know, and, and your brain just starts to spiral. It enters into a pattern and track of thinking that is completely A, 
likely untrue, <laughs> and B, super unhelpful. Right? So other people's energy shifts the literal way we think, the actual thoughts that we have. And it can be very, very unhelpful. And then the third part is your inner voice. And this is one of the most insidious ways that energy contagion can steal our power and make us, you know, no longer be in charge of our lives is it it turns down the volume of our own inner voice, of our own energy, of our own sense of self. Because you're so caught up in reading someone else and assuming that they are right, you know, unconsciously going along with them versus listening to your own damn self, which is probably like, everything's going to be okay. There's nothing to worry about, right? So it is one of the, the times, the mechanisms where the volume of our own inner voice is turned down. And if you know me, you will know that I firmly believe that one of the things that we need to do in order to take charge of our life and love our lives and feel good in our lives is to turn up the volume of our own inner voice, right? Stop externalizing so much and internalize way more. All right, that's a conversation for another time. In essence, I'm going to find a way to sneak this into every podcast a reminder that your life is made from all the small moments. Your life, as you think about it as a whole, is a ton of tiny moments that build up. And when you allow yourself to be derailed, you're not actively living, you're passively living. And this is where a lot of people get stuck, feeling like you are passively living, like you don't have that much say in your day-to-day. And that's a shitty feeling, right? No one wants to go through their life feeling like it's happening to them. But here's the thing. This is just another example of something you were simply not taught (laughs) as you were growing up. Because you can have a say. You have all the say in your day-to-day life. How you feel, how you respond, what you accept into yourself, and what you're like, hey, no, I'm not picking that up whether it's energy, whether it's someone else's belief, et cetera. So here's how to take charge of your own energy again. As always, I like to start with a little bit of like literally on a biological level, what is happening so that you understand that if you are, you know, at whatever point in life you are, right? I am 36. So if you are in your 30s, your 40s, your 20s, whenever you're listening to this in your life, It's not your fault that this has happened, right? That you have made this a habit of catching other people's energy. There's a reason why it's contagious. And that is some fun little things called mirror neurons, right? Where we are biologically wired to mirror other people's states because that creates connection. And when there's connection, it means you will not be ousted from the tribe, Right? So we have an actual biological mechanism that encourages us to mirror other people. We have all these receptors, all these 
neurons that are looking to understand and acclimate to this situation. We don't even know we're doing it, quite honestly. This is proof that your subconscious brain is super powerful. But what this is also proof of is that your feelings and sensations are the best, most useful parts of you because they tell you, they clue you into what is happening subconsciously, help you pull it out into your conscious state so that you can shift and change it and put yourself back in charge. Here's how you do that. The very first thing is to decide on your own energy. To take an active role in deciding what energy do I want to show up with today. If you are heading into a meeting where you anticipate it could be tense, like you know someone is showing up with some shit, showing up with some shit, I don't know, that just is how it came out, (laughs) then you better decide beforehand who you want to be in that meeting, what vibe you want to exude, because remember, all energy is contagious, even the good stuff. So you do have the power to show up to a meeting where you think it might go off the rails with calm, right? with groundedness, with confidence. Decide beforehand what energy you are showing up with. I do this all the time when I am going into a situation where I might feel a little bit vulnerable. And when I feel vulnerable, one of my, my um, default responses is the fawn response, is the people-pleasing response. And so I will, if I know I'm going into a situation like that, I will set my energy beforehand, remind myself who the fuck I am, and think about how do I want other people to feel when I walk into the room? What do I want to exude? How does my body feel? What am I thinking when I am that version of myself? And then I simply practice being that person. I call up those feelings. I practice those thoughts. And I remind myself, this is who I am, right? Not the people pleaser. This is who I am. Okay, so I set my orientation towards the energy that I want to have. And you can do this too. So maybe you're going into a a party where you know there are going to be those friends there that are just like bummers, you know, or they're, I don't know, just not your vibe. And you're like, you know what? I am going to have fun tonight. My energy is going to be fun and it's going to be light. That's what I want to maintain. And I am not going to catch their energy. But what if you do? (laughs) What if despite your best efforts, you start to catch someone's energy, right? The, The second thing that I want you to do is notice when it's happening. Here's how you're gonna do that. You're gonna notice and turn up the volume of your bodily sensations, your feelings, and your emotions. This is the foundation of my coaching because I truly believe that us big feelers don't use our sensations and our feelings and emotions to their full benefit. 
right? We're used to tamping them down and putting them off to the side when really they are the barometer for when we are in charge and when we are losing control of our lives, right? So you're going to notice it in your body. You're going to maybe notice your stomach clenching. You're maybe going to know your, notice yourself pulling back energetically, right? So start to pay attention to what happens inside your body, the sensations, feelings, and emotions when you are in the presence of someone with a strong energy. The next piece of that is your brain, right? Your brain naturally follows. So maybe you're laughing with colleagues, right, or friends, and you look over and the other friend is like not smiling at all, right? Their vibe is low. Their energy is low is completely different than yours and the rest of the groups and you find yourself thinking I need to pull back right I I shouldn't have said that maybe I should change the 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 conversation right notice the thoughts you have when your thoughts take a left turn because you're reading someone else that is another signal for you the next thing to ask yourself is all right if I'm picking up that there is a different energy here and it's starting to feel catchy, you can ask yourself, is there a problem here? Is there something to look at here? Really actually ask yourself that question. And then it's like, okay, no, then I'm going to recognize that they are in an energy that I do not want. And I'm going to reaffirm my energy. If there is something to pay attention to, then from the grounded energy that you want to have, actually, I don't know if it's grounded, from the energy that you want to have, you can respond and ask questions and pay attention to the thing that needs to be looked at, right? If there is a problem, maybe it's a conversation you need to have with with a friend. Maybe something needs to be addressed with a colleague. But before your energy totally shifts and your brain goes into panic mode, actually ask yourself the question, hey, is there a problem here? Is there something to be addressed here, to be looked at here? If no, then hey, this is just contagious energy. And I don't want it. So I'm going to wash my hands of it. Now, I do want to say that this does not mean that when someone else is struggling or suffering or down that you're like, sorry, like I am in a great mood today. No, that is like not at all what I'm saying. This again is about the active participation in your life. It's in taking charge of your own energy. You can feel really grounded and calm and excited and notice that someone else is struggling and support them without taking on their energy. This is actually the way to be the most helpful to other people. It's that it's that old um what is it? Like I don't it's not a fable. It it's like an old story, whatever, where you're walking along the street and you come across a man at the bottom of a hole. Right? And When you take on someone else's energy when they are struggling, that's like you hopping down into the hole with them. Then there's no way out, right? Versus standing at the edge of the hole, seeing that they're there, being like, hey, I'm still up on the street. How can I I help them out, right? Oh, I have this rope. Oh, I can get this ladder. I can call someone, 
right? And it is not just you walking down the street, seeing there's someone in a hole and continuing on your merry way, whistling all the way, unless you have somewhere to be and you do not have capacity to help them, right? (laughs) So this is really about the active participation in your life and really taking charge of the way that you feel, the things that you are thinking and recognizing that you have the power to protect your own insides, that your internal world is yours to manage. It's yours to decide what you let in and what you say, nope, not today. I think that we have a anxiety-ridden, downtrodden, fearful, angry, energy pandemic. (laughs) And that's not to say that there isn't a lot to be worried about and anxious about and upset about. That's, That's not what I'm saying. But I think that we are carrying this energy with us and spreading it more than it needs to be spread. Because if you go back and listen to the last episode, How to 10X Your Pleasure, you'll know that Creative solutions to hard problems come from pleasure. They're fueled by joy. That is how we access the larger parts of our brain that houses creativity and problem solving. Not from feeling angry and anxious. Those are short-term feelings. But we are living in this world with them as long-term consistent feelings. And so you look around and you wonder why, like, why is everything like this? Why is everything feel so bad, seem so bad in the larger world? There's a lot going on, but there's also an energy pandemic. And so remember that all energy is contagious. So you can spread calm, grounded, open, creative, joyful, energy. And it's from that space that our problems are going to be solved. It's from that space that we can connect with other people and understand and have empathy and compassion and real solutions. This can apply to your relationships as well. I always tell my clients, no good comes from two activated people trying to engage with one another. Two angry people, two anxious people, right? You're just not going to get anywhere. Straight up fact. (laughs) And so one of the things that I have had to practice the most in my own relationship and that I work with clients on in their relationships, whether it's with their parents, their significant others, their friends, their children, is to practice protecting your own energy. Your partner is allowed to be upset that doesn't mean that you need to get defensive, right? Practicing the visual of like, hey, I see you're in a hole. Okay, I'm up here on the ground. Like, how can we, how can we resolve this? Is one of the most useful skills that you can develop. It's, it is what this world is missing. We have a world full of people walking by that hole, or hopping down into that hole. 
And we need to practice preserving our own energy while recognizing that other people are allowed to have their energy. All right, I'll get off my soapbox, but I want you to practice over this next week slash for the rest of your life, (laughs) deciding on what energy you want to bring to the spaces and places that you go. I want you to pay attention to how your body is responding, the sensations that are present, the emotions that arise, and think of them as little feelings flags and as a barometer for, hey, what's really going on inside me? And then if you feel yourself catching someone else's energy, pausing long enough to say, hey, is there something to look at here? No? Okay. I'm going to recognize that they are having their moment. I'm standing on the street. They are in a hold. That's okay. How can I support them if I have the capacity to do so? And if there is something to look at, carry your own energy into looking at it, right? Because again, two activated people do not solve a problem. Now, (laughs) I was going to end this podcast, but I, I just remembered that I wanted to tell you that If you notice yourself feeling activated, meaning feeling like anxious or angry or on edge, right, your nervous system being activated by someone else being activated, right? You read the room and you're like, oh my God, like, like you're responding to the way that they are and you're activated. You need to first calm your own nervous system. That is your only, only, only job. Right, a really good way to do that in the types of situations that I have been describing in this episode where you are with other people is to widen out into peripheral vision. I've talked about how to do this in other episodes. So just a quick refresher that what that actually is, is you just pick a point, something unmoving in front of you. And then without moving your eyes or your head, you widen your awareness to what side to side right? Widening out into your periphery, noticing what can you see side to side? What can you notice? Broadening out further and further. This is a great way when you are in public, when you are on a Zoom to calm your nervous system. This is also the technique that I didn't think worked at first, but the more I practiced it, the faster and more efficient it became. And now if I am activated, I quickly, I like I literally just have to widen just a little bit and my body knows like, oh, I'm okay. I can calm down. I can be soothed. Everything's okay. And I de- de-escalate the activation real freaking fast. Okay, so glad I remembered that. And go forth and take charge of your own energy. Take charge of how you feel day to day. And bring with you into the spaces and places the amazing energy that I know you have. Thank you so much for listening. My hope is that every single one of these episodes brings you closer to a life that feels better to you on your insides. And if you're looking for more, you can find tons of tools and tips, ideas, and perspectives on my Instagram at Elizabeth the Joy Coach. And if you're curious about working together personally, 
You can find out more info about that on my website, which is linked in the show notes. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast wherever you are listening so that more people can join the joy revolution and get out from underneath the heaviness of adulting.